What up, guys? How you guys doing? I'm over here with the, my main man right here, Dan. Dan the man. What up, Angela what, Ken? Wait, what's your nickname? What would be your, like, your nickname if you had one? Ooh, that's a rough one. Go by <laughs> Danimal sometimes. I like that. Danimal. I like that. Okay, okay. Um, so it's a new setup, guys. Um, this is what it's probably going to be for a while. If you guys have any suggestions, hit me up on Instagram. Um, if you guys feel like you can kind of organize it better but this is what i have right now but eventually i kind of want to you know update it but yeah what's up man how you been man life is great this last few months last few years things are just getting better and better honestly man yeah if you guys don't know he's actually a lottery winner you won 10 million right coming up in the world <laughs> we were supposed to keep that secret man oh, i don't yeah. want people sorry. coming after me for money sorry, just forget just for, forget what i said he's actually the rock stunt devil though right <laughs> just kidding <laughs> now man um but uh a little bit uh this is actually my landlord which is funny and also this is my brother-in-law right wouldn't you be my brother-in-law uncle in law i don't uh, know how those things work this is my fiance's uncle okay <laughs> we'll go with brother-in-law i like that yeah we'll, we'll just say best friend how yeah, about that no. yeah <laughs> no man but um um just to touch on a little bit how we met uh obviously we met through my fiance um i don't remember the first time i met you honestly i'm trying to think no time flies man i can't remember either yeah i mean i mean i've been knowing you about like four years now right four years yeah definitely about four years um and then this this guy you know he's he lives out in the boonies but now i live out in the boonies with you so finally got you yeah <laughs> it's not too bad out here man no no yeah I've, I've been out here for probably like two weeks and it's pretty good I, me and allison love you here so as long as you don't you know kick us out or raise the rent or anything like that if i ever am like doing the podcast outside it's because he kicked me out so <laughs> just you know just talk, talk to him hit him up <laughs> no but um so man uh it's kind of crazy i've known you for four years i feel like i don't really know you know you like what, tell me a little bit about your story, like where you grew up. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, start back. Um, I lived a couple different places in my life, but the majority of my life grew up in Aurora. So I got to start there. Uh, young kid in Aurora, you know, uh, it's a bigger city, uh, medium, bigger city. It's uh, maybe uh, some bad stuff going on there sometimes. When you're a kid, you don't really know any of that stuff going on. So younger part of my life just skateboarding all the time uh kind of a precursor to ended up falling in love with skydiving yeah but uh you know back then you're just every day get out of school go hit the streets look for a new staircase get kicked out of a get kicked (laughs) out of a store whatever you're doing as a kid you know get kicked out of a a strip mall or something like that Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) people hate skateboarders and and honestly i get it because you're it destroys their property yeah like so with it, when you grind on the like the actual it scrapes it and all that right yeah. yeah it ruins the concrete oh okay the liability of getting hurt like it's like do you want kids out there doing bad stuff or ruining your property but i understand why they get mad about it yeah i mean like i remember like back in like the 90s skate skating was like the biggest thing right yeah yeah once tony hawk pro skater came out it was it, over it blew up yeah dude, i love sure. that dude you know how I I used to love playing Tony Hawk. It was so raw. I remember I had uh I, I think my favorite one was Tony. Did you ever play Tony Hawk Underground? 
Yeah, yeah. Dude, that one was fire. I wanted to go outside and just like start skating. I can't. I would try to get into it. I couldn't. I'm I'm too big for that. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You you do what what you love. There's only so much time in the day to yeah. to do all your hobbies. You know. No, but uh, sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, all good, man. So uh, you know, younger skateboarding around, uh, kind of a precursor to that, uh, to the skydiving thing. It's just. I find out later in life, I didn't recognize it when I was young. I end up, uh, I'm super addicted to adrenaline and I didn't even know it at first, but like when you go, your skateboard and you go to conquer like a new stair set or anytime you do something new, but particularly when the consequence can be you hurting yourself or you're doing something that you're not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. That too. So it, it, it like the fear of getting kicked out or you might get hurt or whatever it might be, then you just get all that built up in you and. I, the more I do it, the more I come to crave it. So I uh, end up growing up, finally get into high school. I continue skateboarding for a, a lot of years of my life. But then by the time you get into high school, you kind of uh, increase your sphere of influence. You're meeting different people. Um, they start to get their habits. And then by that point, I started a party. And I didn't know it, but it was all kind of coincide you know it's just like stuff you're not supposed to be doing um something new and exciting you know so uh on top of that you know family life they they did the best they can but everybody's got their problems and that sometimes leaks into you as well you know yeah definitely i can relate to that um influences i grew up in a war too and it's like if you're in in the wrong part of war you can definitely end up not doing the best things that you're not supposed to but i remember like speaking on like growing up in war like for me it was like it was different like i i would see all this stuff and then i wouldn't do it you know what i mean and then like sometimes if you don't have an outlet to like you know whatever you end up just kind of going down that path yeah yeah for sure but um i was gonna say uh um so you you were in high school and then uh what happened uh, like during high school someone in high school start to get into more trouble start doing worse at school and then uh, my parents stepped in they tried to help me out and they ended up moving to wisconsin and at first it uh, had a negative effect i started lashing out and doing even worse because you can't see the big picture when you're a kid you know you don't know what's going on all i care about is like man these are my friends this is the end of the world they're all gonna go on without me and then literally <laughs> yeah it, it was devastating and then and then i guarantee you probably never talked to him like now yeah yeah, yeah for sure it, it is not what i thought it was Isn't gonna it, be like, for sure it's so crazy like the people that you wish that you were friends with when you're in high school you just like you'll never talk to again like when you grow up you're just like eh. like you know what i mean it's i don't know yeah and it's not bothering me at all i, yeah. I feel totally fine but yeah you're like still it, crying weird, about man. it <laughs> It's been 20 years. I'm still right. de- devastated. You're, over. Like, you're telling your mom, you're like, how dare you? <laughs> I hold grudges, man. Yeah. We're, we're Italian. Oh, there you go. And so, uh, so I ended up going to Wisconsin. Um, at that, we moved out there when I was 16, so I had two years left of school. And then by the time I'm 18, you know, I just get to do, I'm going to do what I want. They don't really have control over it at that point. So um, I somehow managed to scrape by high school, just still acting a fool. Ended up moving back to Aurora. Uh, Shout out to Ellison's mom. Uh, Jennifer. Yeah, she's always carrying the team. She let me move in with her, try to get my life started. And when I came back, um, it was very eye-opening. I didn't realize at the time, but my parents had actually done a great thing for me. A lot of the people that 
I was hanging out with at the time there, uh, getting in trouble, going to jail, uh, not living how you really want to live, you know? So, um, after, so I'm back in Aurora now, start witnessing that. And then that's when it took, it was very gradual, took a while to start, but, um, I started to change my life from there. Yeah, if people don't know, Jennifer was on uh, episode, I'm going to mess this up, episode 10, <laughs> I think. No, 12. I don't know. But that is um, my mother-in-law, and then, obviously, that's her. this is her brother. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to touch on that. Like, do you ever, like, obviously, like you said, your parents kind of got you out of there, um, got you out of that environment. Would you say, like, your environment can make you who you are? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, something I learned from addiction over the time, uh, people, places, and things is uh, what you need to watch out for. People that you use with, specifically about addiction, um, the um, the places that you do it at, and the things that remind you. Um, I don't know exactly how to touch on that one, but if you cut those out of your life, it's, uh, you, it's much easier to have a, a fresh start and um, move start forward yeah. yeah yeah if you move out of wherever you're you know the triggers going. are you yeah. got to get away from that um just speak a, a little bit on that uh on addiction how did you kind of get past that uh yeah definitely so it was a real gradual thing but um for for me knowing what i know now it's actually very easy to deal with yeah. Um, I just take the energy that I was using there and I put it on something that I love. I think that people that struggle with that, they're, they're bored basically and they don't have direction. Yeah. Anytime I get a goal or I have something to focus on, it's just unused energy. So you need to kill your day somehow and, or, or you're sad about something and you're not dealing with it, but you yeah. just need to take that energy and, and put it on something positive and then think the ball's going to get rolling. Yeah. Um. So you've been sober about like four years now. Right? Yeah, four yeah. years. So, round of applause for that. There you go. <laughs> no, man. I mean, it's it's tough. Like, um, just a touch on uh, addiction. My dad kind of dealt with the same thing, so I can kind of relate to to that. But obviously, not relate to the fact that I ever been through that. But I feel like it's it's tough, man. It's one of those things where you kind of, like you said, you have to put your energy into something that's going to kind of, like, drive you and, and be more positive. Um, what are, like, what was probably the first thing that, that you kind of, like, started changing your energy into that kind of, like, had, like, helped you with that? Like, with the ball rolling and trying to get out of that? Yeah, perfect. So, um, I'm back in Aurora living at my sister's house, and uh, I'm kind of seeing the people around me. I don't really like what what's going on and i kind of want to change my situation i ran into a cousin of mine at a family reunion and i uh <coughs> two of them actually and we found we realized that we're all just like getting into playing guitar uh, oh, nice. music has been uh, a lot of people in my family are, are musical in one way or another yeah um to different levels of how serious they take it i don't know if you know allison does poetry well, she doesn't do it anymore, but she did. So yeah, she maybe yeah, she gets sure. that from you know. You yeah, we're a very artistic family for sure. Yeah, and uh, once once we found that out, uh, we just started meeting up uh, every week, and it just that that was the first thing after skateboarding that I found that like I could really just start pouring energy into, and um, it's it's a team sport. Once you get through a song with somebody else, yeah, 
it just feels so good to have accomplished it that you, you want to keep doing it. And then there's that addictive personality too. So like I found something that I love, I felt good to do it. And you're like, man, I, I want to play a harder song or like, I want to get more people involved and yeah, do it in front of somebody. Um, and j- just get those emotions going. So you, you kind of put that energy into the music and then it kind of helped you with the, the addiction and all that. Yeah. It, w- it was a very slow transition because I mean, as you know, um, addiction and music they, yeah. they're coincided as well yeah so um if you're not careful yeah, yeah. so in the in the beginning um it's kind of like i'm splitting my energy and i am focusing on this but at the same time um that is still going on in the background yeah and, and nothing changes in one day you know it's a, a lifelong goal to process to, yeah, yeah yeah for sure i was gonna say um <clears throat> sometimes too like uh let's say just i can't even say it artist they kind of like sometimes they'll use that substance to even enhance their music have you ever heard of anything like that too yeah and uh i I continue to do little things here and there and when i initially quit i thought i wasn't going to be able to continue doing something i love but yeah i I, it's a deception you don't you don't really need that yeah Um, people will say it but it's I, i don't believe that you need it yeah um just to touch on like um a little bit right now as of right now uh you are doing the skydiving um i wanted to touch on like um why did you pursue skydiving yeah so um we were we were playing music and it it leads right into it so um my one of my cousins who was playing music he lived in ottawa yeah where we're at now and uh, the skydiving facility is in ottawa as well yeah so um to i was really starting to trying to turn my life around he was living alone in in a house that he owned and i was just like hey man can i'm driving out here every weekend can i live in the house with you yeah so he he let me come in i kind of distanced myself from all the stuff again the people places things i want to change my environment i want to get my head on straight and it was by accident so um we're over at his house um my third cousin he's the one who wanted to skydive actually it, it didn't i never even thought about it i didn't know that I mean, you hear of people skydiving, but you don't think that a regular person skydives. You know, it's really out of my realm of anything that I had even imagined before. I would never do it. He wants me to do it. He's been telling me, Allison did it. You know, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> Someday I'm going to convince you. It's, yeah. it's great, dude. It's amazing. So uh, he's like, ask me if I want to go. And I really didn't want to, but nobody else was going with him. And I was trying to just... Be there. expand my horizons oh, okay. be be there for be one be there for him but do something new yeah yeah i was deathly afraid of it so i wanted to kind of conquer a feel oh, uh, that's conquer a fear and we found out uh, he he booked the thing and it was like 10 minutes from my house i didn't even <laughs> I, I never even knew it was there it's crazy it's dope um so uh we go there i, I fell in love with it immediately yeah I didn't even... That initial, like, right when you jumped off, or was it... Like, when you were up in the sky, you're like, man, I I don't know, I want to I do this, or... When I got to the place, oh, okay. I fell in love. <laughs> you pull it up, you're like, yeah, mm-hmm, I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so there's the hangar where they store the airplanes, but during the day, during the operation, they, yeah. they have them pulled all out, and people can kind of chill in the hangar. Oh. Uh, so we, we walk up there, and there's people hacking sack, hacky sacking, there's people skateboarding, there's couches in there. Oh, that's dope. And I'm dope. like, 
This is the most laid back <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. You're about to jump to your death. Do you not understand that? And everybody's like, just like, yeah, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> super chill, man. Super chill. And, uh, and at the time I was working at Walgreens as a supervisor. So like the juxtaposition of my life and this life, I'm like, these guys are, are living it up. And yeah. what, what am I doing? Like, I, I do not at all like what's going on in my life yeah like not not that i'm mad about it i realize you have to work but it was the first inclination that like there's something possible um other than a nine to five grind that i have no interest in and i'm not making any money so yeah. immediately walking in the door i'm sold that's dope so and then that initial like when you when you jumped and you got down were you like scared while you're up there or you're just like man this this is great I, I love it um definitely scared and i'm still very scared oh so you Every time you jump, you're still scared? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's scary. I so, guess you got to just lean into that fear, huh? Or how would you say that you, de like, deal with that? Um, education. Yeah. Education, preparation. Um, I, I take it very seriously. Yeah. Um, all right, so we, we go in there. I'm already sold. It, it takes a while to get on the plane. Um, so you're there for a couple hours before you actually do your jump. Oh. We get on the plane. Uh, I'm like my cousin's next to me. And we're both like kind of psyching each other up and stuff. We fall like I was I was already digging the environment. We fell out of the plane. It I immediately uh, redirected the course of my life. That's I, dope. I, I was sold immediately. And, I couldn't believe it. And it's all by accident. That's kind of crazy how like things work. And I feel like in a way that's kind of like God kind of leads you to there to like end up doing that. Um, I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna say too. Um, so after like that initial um, when you you know, fell in love with it, you did it. How did you end up like getting the job there? Like, what was the steps to to start actually working at there at Skydive? Yeah, perfect. So Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not in Chicago, really, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't really know why they piggyback off that name to be honest with you, but yeah. <laughs> so we get out of the plane. Uh, the free fall totally blows my mind. That's quick. About 60 seconds you're falling through the air. Parachute pulls. Um, things are, they deploy the parachute and then uh, things slow down dramatically. But you've just gone through it. So your your mind is on 10 right now. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> super overwhelmed. But your instructor kind of uh, shows, shows you what's going on with the parachute. You don't take any of it in. You're kind of looking around. Uh, just, nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just nervous living life. So they get you to the ground. Um, we walked straight into the office and paid for another jump. Uh, when I was in there, I'm like, what does it take for me to do this by myself? I was hooked instantly. Wow. So I started asking questions. Um, uh, everywhere you go has, or rather, there's a couple different ways to, there's a couple different programs that you can take to learn to do it. The one that they have at Skydive Chicago, you do two tandems. You do uh, 23 student jumps where uh, tandem is where you're attached to somebody. You do 23 jumps where you're next to a teacher, but you're flying your own equipment. And then at the 25th total jump, you get your license and you're free to go. So they kind of break down the process a little bit for me. Also, you do have to have a license. Um, you have to have a license to become a skydiver, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there's different degrees to the things they allow you to do. Um, you, if you get an A license, which is the 25 jumps, you can go to most facilities and skydive. Um, yeah. But then if you want to go by, like, uh, jump on a beach, there's additional qualifications. And the, the more difficult or um, 
complex the situation, you you got to get varying degrees of licenses. Hmm. I didn't so, know that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it's really, they're trying to keep you safe. Yeah, because I mean you're falling out of like what? How high is how high is that? Uh, Thirteen thousand feet. Yeah. So <laughs> two and a half miles. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. You better know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna me. jump with somebody, you better do your research. Make sure you know what you're doing for sure. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, but I was gonna ask you, man. Have you like have you ever gone uh gone into a situation where you're up there and then someone's like, I'm not, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, and they like you guys have to go back down from the plane or only one time I've had somebody um come come ride the plane down and not jump with me. Oh, uh, was it was it were they like super scared? They were just like, I can't do it. Yeah, it's um uh, as long as I mean I, everybody reacts a little bit differently. Some people are super scared, but as long as um as long as they're following directions regardless of how scared they are i'll push them out of the plane but what <laughs> the, the minute the minute that you, no, man, you I stop can't do doing it. what I, what i tell you to do i won't go because you're putting both of us in danger yeah yeah so, so you kind of have to be clear and like hey yeah like I, I i see like you you came there you obviously want to go yeah so i understand that you're nervous and i trust myself to get us both to the ground but only if you're listening to me if yeah. you stop doing what i tell you we're, we're not leaving the airplane because you've I, never been in any bad situations or anything like that oh yeah for sure oh man <laughs> yeah were you like what what happened could mm-hmm. you, if you could touch on one situation where it was like you thought i was gonna go south uh I mean, there there's a lot of different situations, but it's tough to touch on them without really using like, uh, it, it, without using skydiving jargon. It's very specific. Oh, okay. Um, basically, I, I've I've been in bad situations, but um, I learned from them. And the thing is, I'm not really worried about it because I've done everything in my power to be successful. Yeah. Um, situations are going to arise. There's no way to avoid it. The, I mean, I do it for a living. I skydive um, on a daily basis in the summer. Yeah. Things are going to come up, but I know the procedures to handle them. I go over them. I drill them all the time. How many times you? Uh, how many times off the top of your head do you think you've jumped? Uh, right around two thousand. Oh wow! So yeah, you know you're you're well versed into like any situations that occurred. You kind of and I and uh, I'm a manager at the company and I teach it. So like I'm, okay. I'm surrounded by I'm constantly drilling this stuff even more than the average person. Oh okay, so yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take it very seriously. So uh, once so uh, we got down from that first jump, go into the office, figure out what it takes to to get into the sport. At that point, like I mentioned before, I'm working at Walgreens and I basically have no money. So, um, it was, it's around $3,000 to do the next 23 jumps to get your license. Oh. So I was hooked immediately and I'm just thinking like, <laughs> what do I have to do? What do I have to do to do this? So I'm asking different people. Uh, one of the guys who, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> one of the guys who works up there, uh, he was a, a mentor at one point, but turned into a peer. So, I mean, like, it, that's it's, dope. Yeah, it, it feels good. Been there for a while. But he's like, can you get, like, uh, a student loan? Like, what can you do to get money? Like, so he was trying to help you out. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. just like thinking outside the box. Like, how can I get $3,000 right now? So I'm yeah. pondering this for a little while. And uh, so I that's, go. That's dope, man. I mean, just to touch on that, that's like, I guess that's what it's about. It's like making people, having relationships with people that want to, in turn, end up 
helping you to do what they do. Yeah, inspire you. If you want to, like, like, do a career, anything like that, doctor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Find find the people who are already doing it and get suggestions on how they pulled it off. I mean, there you go. anything can be done for sure. So, and, and, and every situation is unique. So, it gives me a couple ideas and it kind of inspires me. So, I went to uh, the, the local bank and I asked for a, a title loan on my car. There you uh, go. <laughs> and Sacrifices, uh, sacrifices. Yeah, yeah. It was a cheap truck. I had it paid off. And uh, so... It was actually, again, like you said, like God led me there. It was unbelievable. The truck was horrible shape, right? So yeah. I go in like, I'm just, I'm trying anything. You don't know if you don't ask. Yeah. So I go in there. I give them all the information accurately. I didn't do anything deceptive, but they ran the wrong numbers. They thought the truck was worth like $20,000. <laughs> and they, they just, they were like, cool. They gave me the money. And Ooh, I was like, crazy. yeah. Yeah. So it's like, dang, that's crazy. So it's like, like you said, it it had it like God kind of just like leads yeah. you there. That's yeah. It was, it was divine intervention, man. Like, uh, like success is, um, or, or luck is preparation and opportunity. You know, like, um, I I tried to yeah. to make it happen, but when you're trying to make it happen, things will work in your favor. Not, you not every time, you know, but once you start getting the ball rolling and trying to like get to where you want to be things are kind of going to move into that like that direction yeah yeah definitely it's the same in turn like with the like me doing the podcast it's like it's kind of just moving itself to where i want to be and i was like touching on it just to touch on that like how long did it take you to get to that point where you're like you're there you're doing it you're 100 percent a sky professional skydiver uh it, it was quite the journey so um i got this loan i, I went through the program I, I got my license and um that that was i didn't have even that money so now i'm broke again and and i'm invested i really want to skydive <laughs> so um i i like just from letting people know my situation they're like hey we have an event coming up this year um they had a skydiving event going on for a week long they just needed help they're like you clean toilets for this week we'll give you money to jump so um and we don't people don't talk about the mud man and that's what it was like you were literally cleaning toilets to try to get to what your dream was yeah that's crazy yeah definitely no i I was willing to do anything they gave me an opportunity and i i did it amazing the toilets were immaculate (laughs) he's like you can eat off these toilets uh, yeah (laughs) yeah i definitely put in the effort so um i worked that week and got a couple hundred bucks put on my account and i did so well they were like well they they offered me a job the next year um there you go so then from that point uh, i mean i touched on my financial situation so to make this happen uh, i continued to work my other job full-time and work that job full-time oh so you had two jobs yeah and uh, i'm working two jobs and cleaning toilets just just to make this happen so to get your tandem license which was the ultimate goal um once i did that uh, i seen what had the effect that it had on me and I wanted to do that for other people. So you need to jump 500 times and you need uh, three years in the sport to even take the test. Dang. So the next three years was just work two jobs, Get jump, it. jump as as much as possible. Yeah. And then in the wintertime, you guys don't jump, right? Very yeah. Normal. So uh, at that point, it was nice to have the second job because um, so winter I winter you would work just, just my norm, just my normal job. That's dope, man. That's it's kind of crazy, like the journey to like get to that. And a lot of people would like, 
I've never thought about professional skydiving or skydiving at all until I met you. So it's kind of crazy. Like you don't you don't know the process of actually getting there, especially like somebody like yourself. Like you know, dealing with addiction, not growing up the best, and stuff like that. Like you had to take these steps into place and actually put in the work to get there. So it's it's inspiring, man. It's great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it laid a lot of foundation for things that I plan to do in the future. Um, something like to kind of skydive chicago is a super big facility um the number one facility in the country um which was just luck but but i put in the work to be there so yeah. that, that is what it is and um it's one of the top ones in the world as well and uh to kind of touch on that if if you want to do what i do or if you want to do whatever you love um i kind of had this thought in my head before but it really came to fruition then um, go where the people are that are the best in the world. Like I was interested in skateboarding. Um, I'm hanging out with kids who are good and the people that you get around you are better than you learn. But if you go to the people that are the best in the world, yeah. you're going to exponentially grow. Especially if they see the drive too. Yeah. Everybody's going to want to help you for sure. They probably saw like you, this guy that, that wanted to do it. You fell in love with it. You're out there cleaning toilets literally. And they're like, let's try to help this dude and then like look at you now you're you're doing it That's yeah great. yeah for sure so um just to touch on i was gonna uh also um is there anything else you wanted to touch on the skydiving before i was gonna ask about um yeah no nah, i mean i mean that's it i could really go into stories and stuff like that but it, it's tough to explain without actually without actually being there um yeah. I, I do recommend that everyone try it um not, not me though <laughs> yeah no i, I mean I, I i really do i've never seen somebody um mad that they did it yeah after the fact yeah, yeah. Every, everybody is is stoked not everybody is like me it's a very small percentage yeah who um love with it. Yeah, yeah blows their mind and they they never want to leave and they want to clean toilets and <laughs> stuff like toilets, that selling their car <laughs> doing it yeah did you change the vent on that car you know you did dog. <laughs> no it was divine intervention man. super lucky so i mean i strongly suggest that um and and not just that but get out of your comfort zone man and you'll be very surprised where the world takes you I didn't anticipate doing that. It was just uh, me trying something new and then uh, completely changed my life, you know? That's kind of crazy, man, to think about, like, where you started and now what you're doing, so. Yeah. yeah definitely, definitely, definitely. So uh, where, where can people go to skydive if they uh, want it? It's called Skydive Chicago. Yeah, Skydive Chicago. Um, it, if you're in this area, there's a couple other facilities. Um, CSE is in Rochelle, and uh, Skydive Midwest is in... Um, Madison, I think, uh, just just past Chicago. That's all the the closest places. But honestly, Skydive Chicago is one of the best facilities in the world. Um, when I got there, and you you hear that from people, and I'm at first, there, I didn't see anything wrong with it. But you're hearing it, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. People try to sell you, so like I I didn't really pay it any mind. But yeah. over the years, the stuff that you see there is amazing. Um, their their sponsored four way team has been number one in the world for like 10 years in a row nobody wow. is even close to what they're doing wow. um the military comes out there and trains um uh 2016 we had uh mondial which is the world um skydiving it's basically the olympics of skydiving it's wow. only been in america once and it was here 
every other at, time at the location yeah, it's got to have chicago oh, wow, every other dope. time it's uh in uh, somewhere else in the world europe or something like that so we most people don't even have the facilities to have that many people here yeah that's crazy um i didn't our, even know that about that our safety is like we're we're all about it it's it's a fantastic location there's other places that you can go and i mean most of them are safe i don't have anything let's, to, let's bad to say about them but let's yeah to yeah boys. for sure for sure he's been there he's got the work he's known the people so toilets are fun. clean yeah toilets are clean okay so <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um just to touch on too man uh well just to speak on now you're into you're getting into entrepreneurship so yeah. now you're getting into um owning your own property how's that how's that been going obviously it's going well because i'm in here <laughs> yeah it's uh it's going really well man um I, I'm just, I'm getting a little bit older and I'm kind of looking around and skydiving is amazing. I can, I plan to continue to do that, but I'm just looking, I don't want to work hard until the day I die. Yeah. Not that I'm not willing to work hard, but I see a lot of older people who have nothing set aside and I haven't planned anything until now, Yeah. but I, I don't think it's too late. I'm uh, switching some things up right now. Yeah. So I plan to continue. Uh, I want to keep skydiving for a long time and, uh, having that fulfillment in my life and kind of sh sharing it with other people. But I'm also working on these side things that way. Um, I can live a more comfortable life. Yeah. I'm well, I was going to ask, cause what you said, why do you think that some people have this mindset that they feel like they don't have enough time or they're out or like they wasted time and they can't do it no more. I, I think because it's easier. Yeah. Like, um, to just say, Oh, it's too late. So I'm going to keep, I'm not going to change my habits. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They get stuck. They get stuck into that. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I've definitely been a victim of it, but trying not to be anymore for sure. Yeah. Cause now, you, I mean, I remember the first time that we, we had a conversation about it and you were telling me like, yeah, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to like buy properties, rent it out, do my own thing. And I was like, at the time I was looking into it and I'm like, man, that's, that's crazy. But that's good, man, that you're doing that. I was going to, I was going to ask, how's that process been going for you as far as like trying to do that? Is it, is, was it a lot more than you expected? I don't want to say it was easier than I expected, but, um, changing little things had big results. Yeah. So, um, the first thing I had to do was get my money right. You're not going to start any business if you don't know how to manage your finances so um just uh as i've gotten to this point in my life now i'm completely drug free so that's so much money every month yeah. um i was really heavy into red bulls for a while and i mean that's a drug yeah. so um i stopped eating out i stopped drinking red bulls and just living beneath my means i paid off all my debt i don't buy stuff with credit cards and the first thing was just getting myself in check and yeah at first that was hard to do but once you get the ball rolling and you see a little bit of money in your account and you see a little bit more then that's like it's a game like um uh, how <laughs> how can i save as much as i could save yeah 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 definitely and then uh and it's that addictive personality again like um man this is this is super exciting i'm seeing progress in this and now i just put everything into it that's crazy to think about like how in turn you kind of change your addiction into putting that addiction into something like saving more money so you can in turn buy a property and now you're doing it that's great 
Yeah, yeah. And I think like you said before, um, like how do, how did I do it or how can um, somebody replicate that? And it's the same thing. Like I just finding other things that are interesting me and I'm putting all my energy into it. Yeah. So like uh, we're starting to pick up now. You know, like uh, when you buy a car and then you're on the road and every car you see is, is that one now? It's, yeah. it's you were just you're aware of it so you see it everywhere yes yes that's crazy so I, i'm much just becoming aware of it but like i'll be scrolling through facebook that's another bad habit that i have but you can only change so much at once you know yeah. um but i see like man um millennials can't buy a house and like all these things and i flip through the comments and i, I just can't help but think to myself like i don't know your situation and i can't judge you but how much effort have you put into yeah because it, I just did it wasn't hard I just did the steps it's not like it was easy but it wasn't one or the other all I did I did the steps did the research yeah I did yeah. the research I read the books I saved the money I called the realtor I went on Zillow I searched the houses yeah you know I mean like I, I just did the steps and that's all it really took that's crazy man because a lot of a lot of people don't want to take the steps you know they like kind of like you said they they, they don't they they think about I think you know what it is they think they look at the picture right they look at it like this is what I'm probably gonna have to do and then they in turn think about it because this is how I work sometimes like in turn you think about it like I'm gonna have to get this I'm gonna have to buy that that's probably gonna cost a lot and the but in, until they actually take the steps and do the research and then like you kind of in turn see how the ball starts rolling and then yeah yeah definitely. When you look at the big picture of where you want to be and you're not, it's overwhelming. That's scary. Yeah, it is. But what's the next thing that you can do? Yeah. You know, just do, do, you can only do one thing at a time. What is the next thing? Yeah. It's like, um, have you watched the Kanye West documentary? No, I haven't, no, but dude, I'm a big fan of his. Bro, you have to watch it. It's so good. I was, uh, there was a clip that I actually have it on my IG and he talks about how like, all you can really do is try. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, just try if you if you're like literally like if you just try you don't know what you're gonna get to unless you just try to do it so it's like kind of like what you're saying it's like you kind of just have to take the steps you got to try and then in turn see how it goes and i feel like more times than not people that try they end up going well you know what i mean definitely especially like if you work on yourself you're like you know put the things in place i guess that that would probably be the first step right is just work on yourself yeah, look, what does it take to get there and work backwards? What is the what is the next step that I have to take to get to the goal that I wanted? Like yeah. to, to buy this house. Um, I don't understand how real estate works. I started reading books. Um, and while I'm reading books, I don't have any money. So I stopped spending money, started saving it. And then like for for this house, um, at Skydive Chicago, I'm very busy for eight months. Yeah. Um, I, I, I skydive and I also manage a department and I'm on call. So I'm working like... 60 80 some of the busy events 100 hour weeks i yeah. don't really have time so we got to uh we shut down for the season and i still have a little bit of work but i'm just like this is my time right now to this is something. the money that i have uh, i immediately took action and it was like this is either going to work or it's not but this is the amount of this is the time that i have to do it yeah it's kind of crazy like and then you were like you're probably in turn like what what are, like well, you said you were thinking about you're getting older and you don't want to work your whole entire life. And then in turn, 
Well, I would I would say my question is to you why why uh, real estate in turn because like some people would start a business, some people would do this, some people would do that. What what would kind of drove you into like the real estate aspect? Yeah, that's that's a fantastic question. I um I've always been creative and believed in myself, and I think a business is a good idea. But I this isn't the first thing that I thought about. Oh, okay. it's just that when I dug into this, there's people out there. It's pretty simple. Yeah. People have gotten wealthy off it before, and there's step-by-step instructions. So some of the stuff that I was trying to do, I didn't I didn't know what that next step was. I can't take action because I don't even know what to do. Yeah. But um, I'm sure there's other things as well, but this was the first thing that there's just a playbook out there. So I just, <laughs> I just started doing that, and I, I have found myself interested in it. Um, when I first cleaned them toilets at Scott of Chicago, um, I did it too well. I ended up becoming the maintenance manager and I didn't know a lot about fixing things. That was another thing like, um, uh, God's plan, like the skills that I acquired there, um, led, led me to where I am right now. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have had as much courage to buy this house if I didn't have the skills that I learned from the, the, uh, maintaining the building to, to do the work that I need to do here. That's chronic. That's crazy. Cause it's the same. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> it's the same in turn with the podcast. Cause like, I probably did like a year or two of just listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, how to start it, how to do this, how to do that. You know what I mean? Did the research. Kind of just like like you said, take your time, and you know, eventually, you kind of just take the step to do it. But yeah, yeah, definitely. That's crazy. But um. Uh, I was going to say, what is your goal right now with the real estate? Like, what is, if you would want to share? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't I don't mind at all. I'm trying to, um, I, I've been reading a lot lately. And uh, one of the books that I just read recently, E-Myth was one of them. And it's like, so I, I got this house and I, I did all the work myself. I got the house, I um, bought all the materials, I did all the remodel, um, got you guys in, got you guys in there and uh pretty fast honestly like dan was on top of it and i mean the place is great like i can't even think of one thing that i didn't like about it It was yeah i really appreciate that i perfect i I put love into it i i I don't i want to do it with integrity um yeah i want you to do your part and i want to do my part you know i I really want um to to give back i don't want to take advantage of anybody at all i think you're going to go further like that but um now that i've done this process i'm trying to find ways that I, um, I can be the boss yeah. and get other people to do it. So um, I have... Um, That'd be dope, man. Yeah, definitely. Let me know. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I have a plan. Um, we'll see this year. Uh, my plan is to acquire another house, but um, only run advertising, get a house that's very run down, Yeah. borrow money from people, pay all the contractors to fix it, refinance the house out. And then sell it. Uh, well, or, to put a renter rent in there, it, yeah. but then I have zero of my own money in there. Oh, okay. Because with the refinance, I paid everyone back. Once the renter's in there, they're going to pay the mortgage. So then the I only see. money that I spent was, um, it cost me $25,000 to get to this point to get you in here. Yeah. And I want to get that process down to like a couple thousand. I see. So um, once it's... Um, How many do you think you had to have until you're like... You're literally just making profit. Like, you're just probably, like, three or four. That's I mean, really, obviously, you're making profit now, right? But uh, I'm saying, like... It's... Uh, I'm making... So, 
I'm trying to learn how to buy houses. I, I probably paid too much for this house. Yeah. Um, with COVID going on and people, it's a buyer's market right now where like prices are skyrocketing. Yeah. Rent, it can only be so much. I did a good job. Um, I, but the amount of money that is extra from the rent that you pay goes into an account for when things break. Oh, okay. So I'm not really putting any of that money in my pocket. So yeah. there's ways to get them cheaper and I'll learn to do better, but I'm not losing money. Okay. That's and um, you guys are paying the house off or the next renters and there's yeah. tax benefits. So I'm not directly making money, but I'll improve the process and, and, then, I, and then I will be. I would I, I, Honestly, I feel like people would do something like that and then others, some, probably somebody else like with a different mindset would get to that point and be like, oh, I messed up. But it's kind of good that you're not like that. You're like, okay, well, this is what's going to happen until I, you know, get to that point. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it wasn't discouraging at all. It's a cost for education. Yeah. I wouldn't know what I know now unless I tried the things that I did. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Um, there was things that it wasn't perfect and it's not going to be probably ever, but certainly not until I know more. Yeah. So the way that I, the, the plan to get a new house, I'm sure I'm going to do quite a few things wrong, you know, but once I can continue to refine the process. It kind of, it uh, gets better and better and better. Yeah. yeah. That's dope, man. It's kind of crazy that the real estate aspect of what you're doing kind of like translates to the podcast because it's kind of the same way. Like I'm getting better and better and better as the more that I do it. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. in, in hand is just practice. Practice really does make perfect. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of what you're doing, man. When I, when I moved, uh, when I started skydiving, I was your age and that was um, right when. I'd started to have the mind, the mentality mindset. that you have, the mindset yeah. that you have, you know, and then, um, it takes a while. And maybe like, uh, one thing I found is like, even with the skydiving, I get to a point where I accomplish a bunch of stuff and then I'm not like, um, aggressively moving forward to something new. Cause I don't really yeah. know. And then you get in a lull, but as long as you, you really care and you're searching for that new thing, uh, I'm, I'm inspired now. Like I haven't been in a long time. Yeah. And you, in turn, man, you inspire me. And I feel like also it's just like, it's just like kind of like honestly i feel like it's it's also god kind of just like i don't know it's weird man because it's like what you're saying it's like you kind of have to go through these things to learn from them and i feel like it's the same way of like how god kind of uses us they're like he's like hey you're gonna go through some some turmoil but at the end of at the end of it you're gonna end up being prosperous or you i'm gonna give you something and i feel like it's the same way it's like i know i wanted to use my voice somehow I wanted to do it through music, honestly, and then mm -hmm. like that didn't work out as much as I I wanted it to, but who knows? You know what I mean? I, I was telling Alice another day, like I feel like where I'm at, I I might, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And but in turn, I thought about the podcast, and I'm doing that now, and I feel like yeah, those are, skills stacked, and they're they're applicable for you yeah. right now. Yeah, and then in turn, like in turn, you you don't know where you're gonna be, like. Like right now, you you're doing the real estate, you're doing the skydiving. Who knows? Five years from now, you might own like five properties, have a business, might doing this. You might, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. So it's kind of it's, it's it's amazing that you just like you just have to enjoy the journey. You know what I mean? You kind of have to just, you kind of have to just lead it by faith. Just like kind of let God steer you. And sometimes you're gonna go through these these rough patches and have to clean toilets and you know what i mean do stuff like that but in turn it's like hey man you never know where you can be you know yeah definitely but man i 
I listen to uh, a crap ton of real real estate podcasts. That's like, um, I, I cut out music. I love music, but um, I could be taking that time to educate myself, which is uh, what I'm trying to do right seriously. now. But uh, I recently heard somebody say like, um, all the stuff you go through, if, if you were handed what you want um, from the beginning, it may crush you. Like it's like working out. Like you need to go through the things so you're resilient enough and educated enough that when you finally achieve your dream, you can handle it. Yeah. Because yeah, you you look at people who win the lottery. Most of them go broke. Yeah. Because they're not educated. You don't know what to do with money. But if somebody who knew what they were doing got that money, they would be a billionaire, you know, or or flip it or do whatever they're doing. But yeah, you you need to go through that stuff in order to get to where you want to be and be able to handle it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you kind of have to... Honestly, you just kind of have to make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, the it's the same like when you're losing weight. Like, one day you might not want to go to the gym. One day you, you're on point with the gym. It's kind of like the same thing. It's just like the process of, of life and where it's going to lead you. You kind of just have to make these mistakes. You kind of have to just get through it. And if everything was handed to you, you would never learn from anything. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't make mistakes, you're never going to move forward. Yeah. Like you, you can't be afraid to to fail. Nobody gets it right on their first time. Yeah. A failure, if you keep moving forward, is is a win. How many failures is it going to take you to get where you want to be? If you don't fail ever, you're not you're not moving. Yeah. You have you have to be in that mode all the time. Did you have to? T- uh, I want to say, but you're, it's different for you. But did you have to change your mindset, or you kind of like? use that like you were saying about the addiction and kind of drove that it was kind of easier for you um sorry Sorry. it 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 developed over time it certainly changed um there there was a few instances in my life where like the idea sparked and i I realized that i can accomplish anything and then you and then you you forget yeah yeah but it's the worst like um if it's like uh like a pendulum and it's eventually slowing down in the center and like i'm doing real bad and i'm doing real good and it, it keeps going back and forth but the the more that i i focus and i stay on track then then i stay in that zone and nobody's going to do that forever but the the well i don't know cuz i'm only this far but yeah <laughs> the, the more energy i put into it the the more i line up you know where you want to be yeah, yeah yeah definitely man it was great man this is this is a great podcast it was like it was i feel like in turn like everyone has a story and that's the whole reason why like i want to do this and i feel like i never looked at you like i guess in a way of like that until like you like until i really saw you start making moves i'm like man dan really is out here doing what he wants to do and and it's great man yeah yeah i really appreciate that you you gotta want it for yourself but um when when people tell you it feels good you know it's a boost yeah. You you gotta want it and do it, but that it's definitely nice to be acknowledged for sure. I appreciate it. I was gonna say how like in turn too, man, like you've been you've been going to the gym and stuff like that too as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. How much, how much has that translated to like your your business aspect, your skydiving, all that? Um it's it's a complete life it's a complete layup way of life. Um, it's, it's, um, to be disciplined and do what you're supposed to do. As we touched on before where skydiving is dangerous. When I first started, I was still parting and I, and I kind of went out a little bit, but things happen in fractions of a second. Um, from, from when your parachute opens to the ground, 
it's about 20 seconds if a parachute doesn't open oh wow um so you have you have to be on point now mind you like if you've ever been in a car crash or something scary happens it that time process is very slow you're super aware you can do all these things but only if you're taking care of yourself i not eat the best but i try to not eat straight garbage yeah um i go to sleep at night i don't do any partying i'm trying to live my dreams to the fullest and i also have people on me too strapped to me and i and i need to be really taking care of them you know i told them that I'm, i'm gonna do that so that's the way i need to live but as it moves forward it yeah like what good's it gonna do if i figure out this business and i become wealthy and i'm sick what's what's the point of that that's true man i feel like a lot of people don't i'm in the process of trying to do that but with the job i'm working at it's kind of like this job is basically a workout yeah so it's like for me it's it's kind of harder to like get the energy to do it but i was telling allison today like something's telling me to go back to the gym just because that turn like you feel better you're you're more confident that in turns kind of like helps you to what your goal is and what you're doing 100 percent. it kind of just helps everything in general like you're gonna be in a better mood yeah just get that frustration out yeah that's one of those things that's on your mind nobody does anything perfect the more you keep working at it chipping away it's gonna it'll, it'll become a way of life it takes time yeah well man uh it was great to have you on the pod bro uh it was every single time dan's always hitting me up hey man when are you gonna have me on the podcast yeah (laughs) and i was like i got you i got you but no i definitely had to get you on man just because like yeah you gotta let people know what you want i was uh, was telling them since day one (laughs) no no, he seriously did like the first episode i dropped you're like so what am i gonna get on yeah (laughs) but no man and it's crazy man like uh i just want to say like your inspiration and it, it's it's great because it's like the type of people that i want in my life is kind of like people like yourself and people that are moving towards something and i would say in turn like like what we were saying kind of find somebody that's kind of like moving towards something yeah it's mutual I, i'm inspired by you as well i definitely dig what you're doing man thanks man appreciate it but uh yeah man wrap it up where can people find you on ig man <laughs> uh, I I only lurk on there. I think it's a uh, Daniel B. DB3, but uh, I'm gonna put some posts from here on there. Definitely like, get some more followers. But uh, yeah, like I usually just go on there to talk crap. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I troll on there. <laughs> no, to to be honest, like I just read comments of people trolling. I get lost in that forever. <laughs> I, I never I never put anything out there. But bro, that's a great life though, because you don't have to worry about anything else. You're just living the drama through comments. You're yeah. just like, oh, okay. it's a bit of a sickness. I'm working on a lot of things. <laughs> I, I will get better in time, and, and I'm actually uh, trying to grow some businesses. So I need to learn more about social media and get myself out there. But uh, yeah, yeah, and turn. I got you, man. I, I'll help you out with that. Um, I feel like I, with the podcast, I kind of just got better naturally, kind of like, how can I get it to the next level? And I just been, so if you need help, I got you. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. But episode 19, guys, um, I wanted to mention a few things. Um, if you guys can do me a favor, um, whenever you're listening to the podcast, post it on IG, add us, you know, I kind of want to kind of get people to um see that we have people listening to it <laughs> but obviously people are listening to it. i'm just saying if you do listen to it 
post it on your story. Uh, it'll help me out and then uh, help. Oh, I got you. I could be doing that too. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but uh, yeah, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys. Peace. Peace.